Moncrief on News Talk. And now we turn to, I think it's fair to say, an iconic slot in the Irish radio <laughs> yeah, landscape. It is. Iconic. Yes. So you think it's up you, there with the Angelus. <laughs> so, so you think you're an adult with the fabulous Barbara Scully and Declan Buckley. And that's a collective adult. Collective adult. Equally they're, both, yes. they're both fabulous. Yes. You're both well, I trust. Yeah, yes. we're, all, we're good. all good. Thank you very Enjoying much. Enjoying this we were, muggy February. Yeah, we, may, we nearly had a third person coming into studio with us today. Only Why Declan put a stop to a stop. Barbie is like Dr. Doolittle. She likes to make friends with animals on oh. the streets of Dublin. So she's befriending a a, raj, a, a large seagull. With he was like, yeah. So I want to bring a seagulls. seagull into studio. Yeah. I thought well, you were going to say a nice fluffy dog. Or I something. had a bit no. of a biscuit in my bag and so I shared it with him and uh, he was at one stage nearly following us and I thought this would be great if we could get him in the lift. But... This is a shaggy dog story about a, about a seagull. <laughs> Wait till Sean's back for that one. Yeah. For that one. Okay. See if you can find him next Thursday. Yeah, yeah, sure. So I mentioned Valentine's Day at the start of the show and our first dilemma uh, is Valentine's related and uh, very interesting, I have to say. Guys, I'm in a bit of a fowler and I'm wondering if you can tell me what to do next. Last night, my husband arrived home from work with some Valentine gifts. There was the traditional flowers and chocolates, but he also gave me a maid's outfit. When I asked him, no laughing down the back, when I asked him what it was for, he told me that he wanted me to dress up during sex for the night that's in it, was how he put it. I told him I wasn't comfortable doing it and that it was a stupid idea. He got defensive and said that we should add a bit more excitement into our sex life and that we can't just keep having, and this is in inverted commas, (laughs) the same sex over and over again. I now feel like he no longer wants to have sex with me unless I dress up in some ridiculous outfit. This room, my Valentine Day and I'm so hurt. I never felt like we had an issue with our sex lives on our sex life until he mentioned it. Da, da, da. <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> so Barbara, yeah. kick kick us off. What's your initial reaction to that? And, and this is a crude way of putting it, but who's in the wrong? Okay, yeah. Well, we'll who's in the thong? Uh, <laughs> who's in the thong? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very good, Declan. Um, look, I I understand this woman. I hear her, and I think my reaction would be fairly similar if mm-hmm. Sherwood rocked up um, with something similar. If on who Valentine's rocked up? Sherwood. Oh, okay. Regular listeners will know Sherwood is my uh, my my. I was going to say better half, but he's not. He's my other half. Other half. Yeah. Um, but I think this woman is jumping to a very wild conclusion by going from the fact that the husband brought her home the maid's outfit which she didn't wasn't happy about at all and thinking that this means that her husband doesn't want to have sex with her anymore I think that's quite a big unless leap unless she's in it unless she's in the unless she's in, well yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Um, but she's yeah exactly um, so you know I, I, I think she's I understand why she's annoyed but I think she's kind of I wouldn't say overreacted but she's drawn a line that's gone too far in one direction so what I would I would like to give, this is an unusual position for me to take, I would like to give the man here the benefit of the doubt. And Stunned think, and shocked stunned. I am, Barbara. I think we're going to have to call a pause for a moment. No, go on, go I'm ahead. Go on, stun the nation. Stun the nation. I think this was really just a clumsy attempt yes. by the husband to add some excitement uh, to the sex life. And I think he got it wrong. But I think his intention perhaps wasn't as dark or negative as she's interpreting it. Um, And, you know, I think in most long terms, long term relationships, you know, sex does become a bit routine or to use your word, down with the kids, a bit vanilla. Um, oh. And obviously he was trying I wasn't to... sure what word you were going to use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vanilla, yeah, okay. I'm glad you went for vanilla. I know we're on live radio. Um, 
and 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 he and he got it wrong. I mean, his pro, his mistake here was he went on a solo run to fix mm. this perceived problem without thinking, and he only thought about what he would like, what would make him. You know, what would titillate him? And he never thought about what would my wife's reaction be if I rocked up with this. Yeah, I'm going to bring you in in a second, but let me play not devil's advocate, but woman's advocate here. You're taking the man's side. I'll I'm take not the taking the man's side. side altogether. I understand how she was annoyed. But especially nowadays and our better understanding of these things, if you're in a long-term relationship and you want to change the parameters somewhat of lovemaking and sex, should it not be slightly discussed first? We've never a, said lovemaking before at this programme. Sure, we haven't. Hey. Things well, are different. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is sophisticated well, and yeah, a different yeah, level. You haven't heard it's like a half half posh version yeah. of it. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, what was the question? <laughs> I, I can't remember. Yeah. No, but should, should he not have checked with her? Discussing of course he it, should yeah. have. Yeah, and I mean, that's the solution here mm. is that she needs to let her anger cool off a little bit. So, you know, Valentine's Day was only yesterday. Let's, let's give it a few more days for her to cool down. But then, you know, the two of them, if he wants to add a little bit of spice to yeah. the love life, which is, I think, a reasonable enough request, what he should have done and what they both should do is sit down and have a chat about it because as we're always saying, Declan, if the two of you haven't got to buy into this, it ain't going to work. Yeah. Am I right, Declan? You are right. Yes, yes. Declan. Sorry, you I'll, are bring right. you I'll bring you in. I'll bring Declan in. Oh, yeah. yeah, don't be... Let him bring me into this relationship. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I want to enter a third party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we have consent? Yeah. Okay, I'm coming in. Um, <laughs> oh, well, let's talk about yeah. lovemaking again. Oh, yeah. God. Um, no, yeah, I, I do. I agree with you, Barbara. I, I think that there's, there's been a little bit of overreaction on both sides. I yeah. think clumsy was the word that I used in my mind when I was thinking about what, the, what this guy did. I think at the end of the day, like he just said, oh, let's call a spade a spade. The whole concept, the whole construct of, of Valentine's Day is this yeah. kind of old fashioned notion of, mm. of kind of romance, flowers and chocolates and yeah. maids outfits. It all fits into the same kind of old fashioned and dare I say it slightly skewed version of romantic love, which is that he has to come home with the gifts for her. And if he oh, gets sorry, I don't gift, have a problem with that. <laughs> yeah, of course not, because you get I, to have I both ways. That. <laughs> but he showed up with this kind of archaic view of what is a kind of a sexy time treat for everybody. Yeah. His idea of what that that was and her idea of what that was don't meet. Match. But that that's kind of just a clumsy attempt at in, introducing a, a thing. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a formal, you know, he didn't put it on the agenda in, in, in advance. Yeah. Okay, but sometimes just, you know, trying something doesn't require, like formalising it and going, let's put it in the minutes for yeah. our discussion about it. Like, I know, that's but a bit OTT, that's a good yeah, point. No, yeah. Yeah. So how else, how is he supposed to bring in the top book without, you know, clumsy or whatever? It's just a maze outfit. It's there, you know, you're not into it. So what? But for her, as you pointed out, to go into this kind of, now you've made my whole life destroyed <laughs> yeah. because now you're implying that, you know, I'm not any good at the sex, which is a complete overreaction. Yeah. So is so both of you seem to be saying she, in a way, is misinterpreting it slightly. He's not saying, I don't find you sexy or attractive yeah. anymore. And as Declan says, like, I can't schedule every new thing yeah, I want to do in the bedroom. It has to be done in a kind yeah, of... Yeah, but the maid's l- outfit now is a bit Benny Hill. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's a it bit like, hill, yeah, I know. And you I know, mean, he could have done something a little bit more sophisticated. Yeah. Um, and you're going to ask me what? I have no idea. No, I know. But, that's the whole point, though, know. isn't it? The whole point is, is that this, let's consider this like a starter for 10 rather than yeah. the kind of the whole content mm-hmm. of what the future of their lovemaking will be going forward. Well, I've just been told by the producer they say riding on this show. Oh, yeah, so yeah, perhaps yeah, you're more yeah, comfortable yeah, with that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I will now, never say lovemaking. I can yeah. lose my corset now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
that's some that's 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 yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, I think that, I mean, the point as well is that they, in order to spice up your love life, it has to be something that you both find spicy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's no point in him getting her into a whatever outfit if he's thinking it's great and she's just feeling ridiculous. That's not a bit sexy. Isn't the danger of when you suggest it, like if you say, oh, let's bring more spice into our relationship, the other person can take umbrage going, oh, do you not think it's good enough for you? Is it yeah. not good enough? Am I not, am I not doing it right? Which is, which is what's yeah. happening here. And that, that's the point well, that's has to be delicately that managed. I need to point out to this writer that she needs to go, just take a little wee breath and go, you know, don't see like a criticism yeah, it thing. isn't. I it's don't think it is suggestion. a criticism. It, yeah, it's like will we go for takeaway? You know, yeah. it's that level of. It's not that deep. Yeah, it's just okay. You know, will we do something different tonight? And she's going. Oh, how dare you? Are you saying my cooking's not good enough? You know, it's a bit yeah. over the top. So moving forward, yeah. if these people want a cure or a fix for it, <laughs> yeah, dump them. Yeah, she, divorce. They just need to sit down and she they needs to They just need to, to sit down him. and have a chat. But yeah. as Declan said, like there is that kind of not sitting down and making a big, like, we're going to have a big meeting about yeah. this and we're yeah, going to have an agenda yeah, and we're going to discuss like terms and conditions and all that kind of stuff. It's probably a conversation that would be easier to have in the bedroom when you're riding or after you've been yeah, riding. Yeah, but there is, that's, you know, that's, because that's, that's, that's what I feel. I feel yeah. that, like, you know, where, when is your partner allowed to introduce even just verbally the idea of something to you you know that you're not going to take umbrage you know it needs to be done in a way that's kind of just when things are chill when things yeah, are fun and, exactly. things are relaxed, and you're in the right headspace and not coming home from work with yeah, the chocolates the and the, the flowers and, and the, the flippant maids let outfit. me bring you a flavour of what uh, listeners are thinking they're not as sanguine about it all being fine the maid fetish is a mommy issue because a man's first maid is his mommy the man needs professional psychiatric intervention <laughs> and she needs to find herself a pool boy uh, okay. She should ask. What the hell is a pool boy? I think it is means. Is that somebody who claims your swimming pool or is yeah, that a euphemism for something rude? I think it's a, it's a mixture of both. I don't appear to know too much about this, but I, I assume it's a, a younger man who's whipped who would. Will come you explain in. it to yeah. me later? Yeah. I, 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 I'm going. To, yeah. Yeah, I Let me continue with the text and we'll ponder that one. She should ask him to wear it and see his reaction. Tell us next week. That's from Anya. Maybe he just wanted to relive an experience. Does he go away for work much? Regards. I forgot to say, maids don't. Where those for heaven's sake yeah the whole thing ridiculous and two people suggesting that he should just bring home some kinky toys and that might have been less sleazy Caroline was suggesting that okay well uh, well done Caroline I think we've spent enough on that Uh, no big deal and have a chat about it in the bedroom seems to be the advice of the fabulous Barbara and Declan now something very different (laughs) my daughter keeps asking me to pet sit her dog okay but her dog is a bit of a terror and has damaged a few things in my home I've mentioned it a few times but it seems to fall on deaf ears I want to help her out but I'm worried about my belongings I know she doesn't have the spare cash to be paying for kennels or dog minders and she really loves this pet I think she thinks I'm being overly fussy about ripped cushions or chewed table legs but is it unfair to ask me to get her to get proper training for the dog. So she wants to know, should I ask her to get the dog trained before I pet sit it again? Declan, we'll start with you this time, if that's okay. We were having a Even though you know nothing about animals. Carry on. This is from the pigeon whispering. (laughs) Sorry, no, she wasn't whispering. She was shrieking (laughs) in some, you know, otherworldly language as she was upending the contents of her bag onto the street. 
Um, look, I get it. So she's not saying she won't take the dog. No. She's saying, sorry, I'm away from the microphone. Relaxing in your company. That's she's it. saying she's encouraging her to get pet, pet grooming or pet minding, pet training. Yeah, but I mean, that's her, that's her version of the solution. I think the underlying situation here is that the daughter is asking the, the, the parent here to do stuff for them that they're not fully willing or wanting to do mm. because it has a consequence for them. That, you know, in this case, it's it's damaged property and whatever. Um, most parents have been through a cycle of they have their own kids and the kids wreck the house and they do the house up again. They go, do you know what? I'd rather you didn't bring your kids around <laughs> to chew the legs <laughs> off my furniture <laughs> or to draw crayons on my lovely white sofa or whatever it is. So people understand that, you know, there's a time and a place when, you know, you're willing to put up with this. The daughter is probably quite comfortable or probably even oblivious to the damage that the puppy is doing because the dog is just constantly in the house and that's just where she's at with mm. her things. Whereas I think it's perfectly normal for somebody to go, you know what, for your house, it's fine. I don't have a problem with animals, Barbara, in any general way, but I have designed my own house to be <laughs> a certain way and my boundaries are thus and no further shall you or your puppy come past and that's it. <laughs> End of discussion. So you're saying it's a flat no. She's well, think, Your I dog think, is wrecking the house. I'm yeah, sorry. I, I love you as my it child. It isn't unfair is the answer to the question. She yeah. asked, is it unfair of yeah. me? I mean, it, it, it might be a little bit of a reach for you to say you need to send your dog off to some kind of dog whisperer so that your dog will be good enough to enter into my home. Yeah. But you can, you can say your dog is chewing the legs off me and I don't want that and that's fine. I'm going to draw a line there and go, no, Barbara's not having that. Barbara? Well, but yeah, I mean, obviously I'm I'm, I'm biased um, because I live with, with a lot of animals um, and my house is wrecked. I live with a lot of furniture. So, yeah, exactly, yeah. I've been down the road of, of uh, you know, chewed things and all, and all the rest of it and I live in a constant, absolute haze of So how many animals hair. are we talking about? I have four cats and I have a dog. Okay. They're the ones who live indoors and I have a family of foxes in the garden and I have a couple of squirrels who come in the garden as well and, and, and birds. And, wow. and, and all that, that follows and you I, around, I'm yeah. going to bring him home if he's still outside if he wants and to come Sherwood on the bus. And Sherwood lives with you as well? Sherwood yeah. lives as well, yes, okay. yes. And I have yeah. two daughters who still live at home. But anyway, okay. so... The, my, knowing my me, view, knowing you. Sorry, go yes. on with it, yeah. My, my view on this is as follows. Um... Like there's a couple of things here that actually do need to be addressed regardless of whether the dog is coming to stay with Granny and Grandad or the dog is staying where it is. Yeah. Um, if this dog is damaging and chewing stuff, it sounds like the dog is still a puppy. Um, and the best thing you can do, it for, and they do that because they're teething, so yeah. they need to do that. But you need to provide them with stuff that they can chew and not old shoes because that, you know, if you give your dog, a puppy dog, an old runner that you're finished with to chew on, he's going to not be able to differentiate between that and your designer runner. So not old, get, go to the pet shop and get proper toys for the dog to chew on and remove anything that you think he might damage from his immediate environment. But the other thing thing is talking about chewing the leg off a table like any dog even a big dog now would lead a fair bit of time to chew the leg of a table yeah. so I'm thinking as well that this dog is being left on its own for long periods of time okay. in which where when he can do this kind of damage and that's not a great idea either either for particularly for puppies but especially you know even for older dogs leaving them alone for long periods yeah. of time like if you're out at work all day mm. is never a great idea and my other thing which is really helpful and would definitely help in this situation is crate training is getting your dog a crate. Both of my dogs, my past dog and my current dog have a, had a, have and had a crate which is their safe space and their bed. But it means when they're puppies if you're going out of the house for a couple of hours 
and leaving the dog at home, you can put it in its crate, which is its bed, and it's quite happy in there. And then it won't be able to chew anything or do any kind of damage. So there are ways to reduce the risk. And by saying just no, as my esteemed, wonderful, beautiful and fabulous colleague over here suggested, (laughs) just a blank no, If these people have never had an animal, like to have an animal in your life is wonderful. And I think, you know, to be able to be pets at a dog for, you know, hours or days or whatever might be a lovely gift that they're immediately just going, oh, you know, no, because he's going to chew the leg of the chair. Excuse me? I just, whatever, the delusion is <laughs> so her, great there. Like, her point on. is well made about the pr- price of kenneling and dog sitting. Like maybe this yeah, is this a, is a young person on their it first very, job. Yeah, well, I think that, that as a parent, you know, you could make some of the suggestions that I'm giving, particularly in relation to the crate. Yeah. Um, that makes it, it also means that but you the can crate take... doesn't need to be in your own home. Just because if I think you can have a crate for your animal, it doesn't mean that I'm no, willing to put a crate. Is, no, but but the, she doesn't mine. want the dog to be alone. But so the crate is transportable. Like if we take Cosmo on holidays, we can collapse the crate, bring it with us so that at night if we're staying in a in a, in a dog-friendly like self-catering house, we can bring the crate so I know that's where he is at night. Cosmo. Cosmo. Called after the great Cosmo Craner in Seinfeld, I hope. No. Oh, or Cosmo de Medici. Cosmo just like, great, yes, it was yeah. called after him. Okay. <laughs> The great, <laughs> the great, Cosmo the great, Medici from Fella. Like, that's who Cosmo is called after. His second name is Hendrix, and that's definitely after oh, Jimmy yeah, Hendrix. Okay. So he's he's two, like he's a first name and a surname. Oh, he has he and he's a double barrel surname. He no, he's Cosmo Hendrix Sherwood Scully is his full title. <laughs> Um, but is anyway, his, his cra- crate is a great idea because then the daughter could bring the crate and the dog over to Granddad, and Granddad could put the dog in the crate when he's going out for a few hours and no legs of chairs. But then he can bring bring the doggy for a walk and he can play ball with the doggy and he can, uh, you know, most, bond with the doggy. Most people are agreeing with Declan. Uh, and one text says the mother is right, her home, her rules. This is an interesting selection, suggestion. In relation to the dog, maybe mind the dog from her daughter's house, pop in three or four times a week. Which isn't a bad Three or suggestion. four times a week. Well, you don't know and where they We the, don't know where they the live, house, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the problem. Three or four but times you, a week. You need to be, if, you, if your dog is at <laughs> home, like, come on, I'll see you on Wednesday. Three or four times a week. Like, seriously? That's the problem. The problem is that the, like, my perspective is is based on the idea that the dog requires, um, like, observation, food and, you know, a bit of attention I or whatever I we could send Cosmo over to you the next time we were going away. So well, you know. Know. I'll be away too. I'll be away Just this is a, not really a funny one. About your one with the dog, why does she need her dog looked after so often? Sounds like she likes the idea of having a dog but not the responsibility from Dell and Belfast. But I mean, the dog That's needs... judgy at all. The, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, but the, yeah, the, the crowd work. the crowd are with Declan. Tell her no, her house, her rules. Now, I think we've time for one more. Yes, indeed. Time is flying with these fabulous flies, people. Yeah, In this flies. iconic radio slot. Yeah, imagine how my, my family feels. Yes, I, I, I can only. <laughs> now, uh, this is a good one. I, I really, I, I think there's a lot in this one. My wife is mad because I spoke about an issue we were having with my best friend. That's not the reason she's mad. She's mad because his wife is also her friend and a bit of a gossip. A few years ago, after a different argument, my wife asked me to never share any personal information to my best friend because she didn't want to getting back to his wife because the whole town will know. Last week, we had a small argument over my booking a trip away for her birthday. To let things cool off, I went to the pub to meet my best mate and told him what happened. My wife and I my wife and I have not gotten over the argument in relation to that trip, but she is really upset with who I chose to share our issue with. 
I know she told me not to, but I really feel like I did nothing wrong by telling my friend who is his best friend. At the end of the day, it's not my fault if his wife is a loudmouth. Am I wrong for sharing our personal issues with someone she clearly told me not to? Yes. Who wants to? Barbara <laughs> yeah. is in first. Yeah, yeah. I'm back to my normal now. I'm back in my own lane now. Okay, yeah. It definitely is his fault. Okay. Like, you know, saying it's not your fault, it definitely is your fault. You knew uh, from past experience that your best friend's wife is a leaky bucket and that your best friend obviously tells it's his wife. He's also a leaky bucket everything. by the end of it. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, between partners, kind of, that's okay if you feel it's not going to go any further. But when this, f- <laughs> when this guy, I nearly said something else, when this guy knew that by sharing this row or any information with his best friend, it's likely to end up with the wife and then it's likely to end up all over town. Yes, it is his fault. He should not have, he should absolutely not have done that. And his wife is very entitled to be upset about that. Um, How to fix it? I think he's two options for future reference. I think if you, you know, if you can have a word with your best friend and say, you know, sometimes I need to share stuff with you as my best friend. And it's good as men sharing, you know, mm. stuff with your best friend. That's positive. But you've got to make sure that he's not passing it on to his wife because, you know, we all have friends who, you know, can be a bit leaky buckets. Um, but I'm not sure that would work. And mm. you could offend your, you could offend your best friend. So your best thing is to find another friend who you can share stuff if you really feel you need to, which is healthy from a mental health point of view. But this friend is not a place to um, to uh, divulge your inner secrets of things that are going on in your life because your wife will hear about it and then you'll be in more trouble. Declan? Your eyes have glazed over. I'm, over there. No, I'm kind of seeing it from a different perspective. I'm seeing it from the perspective of like um, somebody just needing to talk to somebody and then that having you be cut person. off. What if that, that's, it just seems to me that I... I <laughs> I, I find it kind of gas that the, the the wife is so angry with him for saying something. What it, it was a b- relatively benign topic. So, but it's I, up to her if she doesn't want that shared. Like it was an argument between the two of them. So if she doesn't want that shared, it's up to her to kind of say, "I don't want everybody yeah, around town knowing I, about I know. this." I think I think that he, I think the friend needs to the husband needs to say to his friend, "I'm telling you this. Don't go any further. Test mm-hmm. the boundaries there." But like. I just don't know. But do couples do couples do that? Like if somebody says to you, I'm telling you this, if I told you something I said I don't want it to go any further, I would fully expect that you'd share it with your husband. (gasps) Would you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh great. I've got loads to tell him tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Can I interject here? Please do. Would that be okay? okay. You see, I'm kinda with Declan. Blokes. This right? is always where I end up in this studio. You know. I'm that. sorry. I don't mean to be like this, but I think <laughs> men are trying to get better at talking, you know, I, as I, we've I, been encouraged yeah, to do. That's good. And like a bloke with it. Like I have a friend who I've known since I was four. I've known him longer than anyone else in my life, apart from my mother and brother. And he has pieces of my soul. I would suggest. Aww. So if there, no, but and I think a lot of uh, all, all of us have that kind of reaction. So the idea of my wife saying you can't tell him anything. It is a tough one because it's part of our mental health that I would go and tell this person stuff that was bothering me and vice versa. And I do think I could say to him, 
don't tell your wife. And I, I don't think he would. Do you want to see? That's them. different then. That's mm. that's fine. If you're, mm. if you're confident that it won't go any further, that's fine. But it's not very good for any man's mental health. If, if <laughs> in unburdening him to his best friend, it ends up going all over town and back to his wife. Yeah. That's going to damage think, his mental health as well. Do you not think that the well? opposite happens all the time? That wives go into their we'll little wife rooms and, and talk with Like witches themselves. around a cauldron. Yeah, yeah. and spread their sure. spells. Like, yeah. Whatever. And it's more likely that they're the leaky cauldrons in the first place. That the poor men so just need to share their that one thing once in the pub, and now they're now they're in big trouble. There's a code of honor. There's a code of honor. If you well, share something with your girlfriend. So Barbara, your best friend tells you something and yeah. says, "Don't tell Sherwood." Yeah, you do though, do you? No, well, I would if she absolutely if she specified. <laughs> no, we're on live radio, yeah, yeah, so she'll yeah, never, yeah, never yeah, find yeah, and she's probably listening. Um, and her name is Rita. Yeah, but and I can't wait to tell Andrew yeah. what you said about Rita. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if she told me specifically not to tell Sherwood, then I wouldn't. But if she just said, I'm sharing this in confidence, I think there's a kind of an understanding that between partners, there might be a little bit of kind of leakage. Yeah. Um, but if I thought Sherwood was going to share it with anybody, um, then I wouldn't dream of telling him something. Yeah. If I thought he was going to go around but and share it all over the shop. For example, if you told me something and I told my husband, who then said it to the village or whatever way you want to describe that, would the the responsibility not lie on Andrew because he's the one telling well, everybody? It kind of lies on you because you knew him. if you yeah. knew in advance so that was surely what was then happen. I should be able to go to Andrew. Don't be telling anybody because the problem is you. It's not yeah. our relationship. And that's what I think, that's what we're all saying is that mm. we shouldn't be telling people not to confide in their close friends because somebody else, yeah. they're yeah. friends with But your spread. close friend has to understand yeah, that if he's sharing it on, be it with his wife or somebody else. The dangers of gossip. Yeah, but it's his responsibility then not to share it with somebody he knows is going to pass Absolutely. It it's funny, the timber of the text coming in though are saying... There's another great word you don't hear on this station. Right? Timber. timber, yeah. <laughs> I hope I'm using <laughs> wow. it correctly. It's the stuff that you build stuff. No, I'm joking. But Tombra. most people are saying that isn't it good that this guy's talking and he yes. has yes. somewhere to go. Yeah. I guess the problem is just the place he's going, unfortunately. So a seal needs to be put on this. And, and should he say to this best friend, listen, mate, totally. we can't be best friends anymore if you're going no. off. I know, you wouldn't, wouldn't give no. an ultimatum. You wouldn't give an ultimatum. I'd just say, okay. listen, what, what he should do is he should go back to his best friend and say, I'm after getting into ferocious trouble at home because mm. I think yeah. Wendy that's told what, exactly. the rest of the town. So if you, if you, you know, if I tell you something, could you either not tell Wendy or make sure Wendy doesn't tell yeah. anybody else? That's the real thing. Tell yeah. her not to tell everybody tell else. It, yeah. She has to know that she's known as the But source. I didn't like his kind it of like, oh, it's not from my Rebecca fault. I phone. <laughs> <laughs> Vardy sounds a lot like Fardy. I wasn't sure what you yeah, said. Yeah. Well, listen, I have loved making thank radio <laughs> in this fabulous slot. Declan oh. Buckley and Barbara Scully, thank, thank you, you very much. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.